This is the Janine Pirro Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. Joining us now is a New York Times bestselling author, a TV veteran, and my friend. He is the author of his latest book, which is part of the Killing series. The latest book is Killing the Witches. And I must say that Bill O'Reilly has written the most successful nonfiction historical book series of all time. So how did, did I get that right, Bill? Yes, you did, Judge. Very good. Thank you for mentioning Killing the Witches. Uh, yeah, well, I do want to talk about Killing the Witches because I'm fascinated by the book. And I started it, and I didn't know if I should read it too late into the night as to whether or not it would uh, it would interrupt my sleep. But it is absolutely amazing that uh, you actually go back to the Mayflower and the fact that they came from England to Cape Cod, and you write about individuals, some famous, some not so famous, uh, about whom some that we haven't heard about, and you write about them as though they're your best friends. How do you dig into the history and get such specific information about people that we don't even know about? Well, that's the magic that we bring to the Killing series. So there are about 19 million copies of uh, my books in print right now, and it takes a year to write them, six months of research. Martin Dugard and I dig it out, um, and I'm always looking for things that I don't know. Right. Since I have a history degree and I'm a former high school history teacher, if I don't know something, it immediately goes in the book. Right. So the Mayflower Voyage, I was not that familiar with. <laughs> Everybody goes, oh, Mayflower Pilgrims, passive stuffing. No. Yeah. This was harrowing, 66 days in the North Atlantic. And uh, once the 100 passengers who were you know, pretty much booted out of England because they were extremist Puritans, once they get to Massachusetts Bay, then they half of them die because there were so many conflicts between themselves and with Native Americans and with nature and it's cold and on and on and on and on. Mm -hmm. All of that we chronicle in a very vivid way. We put you right in the Plymouth Colony, right on the boat. And that's why learning about history in the Killing Series is fun. Well, you know, it's fun to read, Bill, but, you know, anyone who's reading it, as as I am, and I haven't finished it yet, but it is fascinating. It's an easy read. All of your books are easy reads, you know, irrespective of the topic, but the the information is so in-depth and so specific, and I love that you have pictures in this one uh, and that you have copies of letters and the arrest warrants and stuff like that in here, Uh, but the, the whole idea idea of this demonic possession uh, that happens in the book. Was it really demonic possession? Well, what I tried to do was make the witch trials of Salem in 1692 Mm -hmm. relevant to today. Right. 2023 Halloween. Okay. And there are two threads. One is the witch hunt is back. Because of cancel culture. Cancel culture is a witch hunt. Mm -hmm. That means you are accused, and as soon as you're accused, you're guilty. In Salem, little girls could accuse you of being a witch, and two weeks later, you'd have a rope around your neck. That is... I mean, that is amazing to comprehend that kind of savagery, but it happened. All right, and so... Go ahead. Yeah, today... 
the accusation made by primarily the far left, but sometimes the far right too, but most of the time it's on the left, gets into social media, into the corporate media, and you're guilty. Whatever the accusation is, you're guilty. No due process, no two sides of the story, you're guilty. There's the headline. Same thing. No difference. Right. Now, as far as the demonic possession is, when you, you were convicted of being a witch, you were convicted of consorting with the devil. Mm-hmm. So you were doing what the devil told you to do. That was the basis of witchcraft. We then explore the book and the movie The Exorcist in 1973. Right. And this is at the end of Killing the Witches. Mm-hmm. It was based on a real uh, case. A boy, 13 years old, Marilyn Ronald Hunkler. What happened to him, and I, you know, I have a lot of atheist acquaintances. I say, you read this, and then you come back to me and tell me. Mm-hmm. Is everybody lying about this? All the psychiatrists, all the doctors, all the people involved, his family who witnessed this horror this boy went through and mm-hmm. that'll keep you up at night yes and then when they photographed the movie made the movie the exorcist nine people associated with production died yeah scary stuff I mean, bill <laughs> it is it is so again i put things in the book that i don't didn't know and we back it all up course you do you do and i'll tell you it is a fascinating read and i'll tell you i've read many not all of the killing series but why witches bill why i mean how do you zoom in or target you know it's killing whether killing kennedy killing lincoln killing um you know all of them why witches how do you get to that well it's when i saw the beginnings of the trump prosecutions and then Trump turned around going, witch hunt, witch hunt, witch hunt. Interesting. I said, okay, let's take a look at this witch hunt thing. In fact, I ran into a couple of Trump's guys last week. I said, look, every time he says the word witch hunt, can he just hold up the cover of <laughs> Killing book. the Witches? That would be great. What a good marketing thing that would be. <laughs> and, and so I try to make my all of my books relevant to today. Mm-hmm. Um, and... As I said, the cancel culture is absolutely frightening. And we have a number of cases at the end of Killing the Witches, the last third of the book, regular people, Judge, not famous people like me, regular people Mm -hmm. whose entire lives have been destroyed by unfounded accusations. Always embraced by the media, which is the true villain in the cancel culture. Well, there's no question. And, you know, when you when you compare the witches to the cancel culture and and the parallels, uh, you know, no due process, no real justice, no real investigation. Just, you know, let's let's go after them. I mean, in light of recent events, uh, October 7th. Uh, we've seen a, you know, a whole change in the Middle East and across the world where it's it's not just cancel culture anymore. It's extinguish the Jews. Uh, and we are seeing across the world all of these protests where they are claiming that the Jews need to be eliminated. I almost feel, Bill O'Reilly, that we're in a pre-World War II moment. We're just minus the crystal knock. The Jews are the new devil. That's where it stems from. So the progressive left and the um, 
pro I don't know the word I'm trying to go pro terrorist people mm-hmm. they justify their insanity by saying well Israel's an evil country it's a fascist country it persecutes people so they deserve what they get mm-hmm. that mentality now has been uncloaked I don't think it's as big as a lot of America, I don't think it's that George Floyd level or anything like that. It's a very selective, fanatical, progressive um, movement that's putting this out. But here's the ultimate irony. The cancel culture is now turning on them. There are many people now who will not hire anti-Semites pro-Hamas, they won't hire them. Yep, starting with Bill They're Ackman. Being and, They're right. being canceled. But, but that's very unusual, Bill. I mean, you're, you're a historian. When have you seen, and what did it take for, you know, level-minded people to say enough is enough? I think dead babies probably did it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. An outrageous that, that execution. Was, that was the tipping point. So if you're out there at Harvard, my alma mater, and you're screaming that uh, Israel deserves what it got, and then there's a picture, pictures of innocent babies and women being slaughtered. Uh-huh. How does that make you look? Yep, yep. But- um, and that that was a tipping point in that. Um, but you know, look, the most extreme position always gets the most attention. The polls say about seventy percent of Americans support Israel. Mm-hmm. And I believe that's true because most Americans are decent people. We have now been hijacked by the extremists in this country. Um, but most of us, we know what's going on over there. And it's the same thing that happened in 9 11. There's no difference. Mm-hmm that they cheered the the killing of Americans. But, you know, Bill, you have to say to yourself, uh, you know, we're talking NYU, Columbia, uh, you know, all of these universities who are, you know, with professors are part of the mobs that are absolutely, you know, condemning Israel. You say to yourself, are these people performance motivated, you know, or are they do they really believe what they're saying? Do they get different algorithms on their on their phones? Are they seeing something different from what the rest of us are? No, nah, it's always been that way. Um, the intelligentsia in America, if you trace it back to uh, post-World War One, they've always been in the communist, socialist realm. Um, you can just see it. And I don't really know why that is. I'm smarter than most uh, college professors. <laughs> I mean, I'm, 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 I love I'm a traditional know. guy. I mean, I, I, don't, I understand history, and I understand what communism and socialism has done in where it's been tried. It's a totalitarian situation. But this is ingrained. You know, I went to uh, Marist College when it was a traditional working class school in Poughkeepsie, New York. Yep, yep. It is now a lunatic asylum. Is it there. really? It's a, the worst because they have hired far left people. The board is far left. It's woke all over the place. And he, when I, you know, I... I'm the most famous graduate of Marist College. So people are in touch with me, students who go there, and they go, this is crazy. You can, with a few hires, turn these college campuses upside down. And that's what's happening. This is the story of the one. 
As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Well, a few hires, Bill O'Reilly, and a few fires. I don't know, you know, why tenure is so important, but, uh, you know, it's about time we recognize that one of the reasons that Black Lives Matter was so successful is because of the, the kids that are coming out of the universities that are now at the head of a lot of these woke corporations. And unless we do a turnabout, then that's going to continue. I mean, we we don't have a choice uh, unless we absolutely turn around what's going on in the universities. And I'll throw one more at you. Uh, I have a feeling that colleges are not going to be as successful in 20 years as they are now. I think you're right. The outrageous cost of the institutions um, isn't worth it for many Americans. Um, it's just not. And then you add to that. There's no due process on college. If you're accused, if you're particularly a white male, and you're on any college in the United States, and anybody accuses you of anything, you're dead. Yeah, you're right. And that that message is going to come out. Mm -hmm. So you're paying $70,000 to put yourself at risk. Is is that a risk-reward you want to take? Now, my urchins, they have been very well-educated, but believe me, I watched every movement. My son is at Oxford now in England, mm-hmm. and I was over there two and a half weeks ago. Oh, it's beautiful there, good. Bill, isn't it? It's Harry Potterville. Yeah. Okay, but I went over, and, you know, I don't intrude, but I watch. Mm-hmm. And if I see anything dangerous, then I come in. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I think you are right. I think that the university system has lost a tremendous amount of credibility in the last three weeks. Yes, yes. And if those individuals who say that they're no longer going to contribute the tens of millions of dollars that they have. And, you know, I don't know. I remember Bill Ackman and and we heard from Leon Cooperman and there's a a few others. I don't know if we heard from Jamie Dimon on this, which I thought was rather interesting. And you would think that Jamie would have, you know, skin in this game. Uh, But who knows? I was a little disappointed in that. Final question, Bill, because I know you're very busy, but I mean, it's not often that I get Bill O'Reilly on my uh, on my show. We have the foreign minister uh, from Iran who actually flew into the United States, actually went to the U.N. in New York City, not far from WABC, which is where I am right now, and talked about Iran literally punishing the United States if we made any moves that they didn't like. What, I mean, how do we allow that? 
Well, I don't mind it um, because we are an open society in the sense that we believe in freedom of speech. The guy was talking in general terms. Uh, it's a bunch of garbage. I mean, I know you read Killing the Killers, mm -hmm. uh, two books back on the Killing series, where I went through methodically how the United States dismantled al-Qaeda and ISIS and uh, assassinated Soleimani, the Iranian in charge of the Revolutionary Guard. Right. I mean, that book is the primer on how to defeat the terrorists, and I hope Netanyahu has read it. What do you because think of Netanyahu? A, you know, I get mixed feelings on him. And, and I have to confess that I don't follow Israeli politics as closely as many people do. Um, but he needs to understand that he can win. But, I think he believes he can win. I think he's a little depressed because he, he missed it. Shame on him. He, you know, he can't. Yes, they missed it. And so did the uh, United States CIA. And so did uh, Britain's MI6. Why do you think that is, Bill O'Reilly? Uh, because it's hard to get people inside these uh, totalitarian crews. I mean, it, you know, anybody mm -hmm. who's different, anybody who's new, immediately the Hamas, you know, precinct captain knows about it. Yep. And same thing inside Iran. It, they Mossad has people inside, but it's very, very hard to do that. But that's not an excuse. But as far as a U.N. minister is concerned, he comes here and goes, oh, we're going to do X, Y, and Z. Well, what would you do when we whack Soleimani? Mm -hmm. Nothing. And the reason, and I know this to be true because I was in the conversations, the reason that Iran didn't do anything because after – the United States uh, drone Soleimani in Iraq, and again, this is chronicled in Killing the Killers, mm -hmm. Trump basically said through the Swiss foreign minister, which represents our interests in Tehran, you do one thing and I'm bombing all your oil fields. Yes. Yeah. God bless and congrats on your kids. It sounds like they're killing it, so to speak. Bill O'Reilly, thanks for joining us on the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. And folks, never forget, that's the commitment we made on 9-11. Honor it by donating $11 a month to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Judge Janine. Judge Janine. Judge Janine. Judge Janine.